You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. To recap Thursday Night Football, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer. And a, a somber mood to these proceedings. Yeah, I mean, this was like the one Thursday night game that everyone was looking forward to. Ravens, Bengals, we got some star power. Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson. And... Well, we got Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson for, what, about a quarter and a half because Joe Burrow left the game with a wrist injury. There was some, uh, let's say, conspiracy theorizing that Joe Burrow had a wrist injury that had gone unreported based on a grainy video of him getting off a plane where he got hurt during the game. I can't say he wasn't hurt before. They may have. He may have been. I, they showed it on the post-game show on Prime, for what it's worth. I mean, yeah. so he, yeah, and he may have re-aggravated it, but it's, uh, I mean, this night really is, people get so frustrated with fantasy football because of yeah. nights like tonight. I don't blame them. Yeah, Joe Burrow had 101 yards, 17 attempts, and a touchdown to Joe Mixon before the injury, but Jake Browning came in, and look, the, the way the Bengals approached Joe Burrow's earlier calf injury where he was clearly less than 100%, at times seemed like he probably shouldn't have been out there, and yet they kept throwing him out there, suggested a lack of faith in Jake Browning. I'm going to go ahead and say Jake Browning's performance today confirmed a lack of faith in him. I would downgrade the entire Bengals offense if Jake Browning did have to start moving forward. What about you, Adam? Oh, God, yeah. Huge downgrade. I mean, Jamar Chase, if you just look at the box score, he had a touchdown. Almost everything Jake Browning did was on the last drive of the game. Baltimore was up big and took their foot off the gas, perhaps, or maybe he just had a really good drive. I mean, I thought Jake Browning looked fine, but he's not going to be a guy that's really going to push the ball downfield and going to light things up. He maybe could be steady. You know, you look at backup quarterbacks, and they they come out, and they could be horrible, and the next week they can be competent. Yeah. Like I always say, I have a two-round rule where if I were treating Jamar Chase like a first-round pick, now I treat him like a third-round pick if Burrow were out. Higgins more like a fifth-round pick. Um, 
So it's going to be bad. It, Mixon, I think, really suffers. If you just look at his fantasy points before the Burrow injury, he just wasn't scoring touchdowns. He scored one game. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Before Burrow got healthy, right? before yeah. the bye week when Burrow really got healthy, he scored one touchdown. Bur- Mixon scored in three of the last four games, I think, if not four in a row. So um, he's he's going to lose in this for sure. But again, I don't know that Burrow's even going to miss a game. Yeah, I do know the sprained wrist. Miss time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was concerning that you know during the game he throws the touchdown to Mixon immediately goes down in pain. He goes to the sideline. He's trying to. He couldn't even get the ball above his shoulder basically before he kind of crumbled in a heap. So it, it doesn't look great. But look, he's got the extra three days to get healthy before week 12 hopefully that happens and and this ends up being a moot point but yeah if joe burrow does have to miss time i think joe mixon's in the saquon barkley range i think he's probably a worse player but i do think the bengals offense would at least be a little more competent than the giants so i would expect something similar from those two guys low-end rb2s you're hoping for some catches for mixon like he got in this game and then on the other side unfortunately the potentially more serious injury is mark andrews left it was one of those hip drop tackles that i think they really do need to legislate out of the game because mark andrews suffered what is believed to be a season ending ankle injury early on in the game nearly scored a touchdown on the play but he's gone and and unfortunately i mean isaiah likely didn't have a catch in this game he had one catch for five yards in the previous game mark andrews missed you know when we saw isaiah likely break out in the preseason in 2022 we thought oh this might be a you know a plug and play guy if mark andrews misses time but clearly with the other wide receivers that the ravens have that's not the role that isaiah likely is going to fill so which tight ends would you be looking at on waivers to to replace mark andrews you know i, I guess yeah. if there is one benefit to this game being on thursday it does give you a couple of extra days to to potentially make those ads before sunday's games yeah, unfortunately, all of the good tight ends have been gobbled up, but you could take a look maybe at Pat Fryermuth. That would be the the one that I would look at first, yeah. Logan Thomas is 77% rostered. Um, Darren Waller is 57% rostered. I don't know if he's coming back, but you know he, he could be back at some point. Tyler Conklin has been pretty involved from a PPR standpoint. I don't really see any diamonds in the rough out there. I don't see anyone. I mean, I don't know what Greg Dulcich's status is, uh, but that that feels like a like a you know like a long shot anyway. Yeah. In fact, I would even maybe consider gambling on Isaiah Likely if you. Yeah. I know, I, it's not a big endorsement. I'm sorry, but he did have a. I think it was an eight catch, hundred and three yard game in Week 18 last year. So right. he has shown some upside when Andrews has been out. It's just. He's not going to be, it's not going to be like, okay, Andrews is out. We just replace him with likely. That's not how this offense is operated. I would say Frymouth is the guy, 47% rostered. He's expected to come back from IR. I'm not going to say it's going to go exactly like Dalton Kincaid and Trey McBride because those guys have more clear opportunities. And honestly, I think Arizona just has a better offense than Pittsburgh right oh, yeah. now. But talented young player who has an opportunity in an offense that does need some playmaking, that's the idea with Pat Fryermuth. But there, there's no good replacement 
uh, no. for Mark Andrews, unfortunately. No, I just want to say one thing before we go. I'm sorry, but Odell Beckham looks pretty good. He hurt his shoulder, yeah. but he did the post-game interview on Prime, and apparently it's the shoulder's not that serious. Mm-hmm. He had the 40-yard touchdown last week where he took a slant to the house, which is Vince yeah. Beckham. He looks better. You know, he, he got behind a defensive back uh, in this game. And, and any, anyway, he just, I'll stop rambling. He is a big time waiver wire priority for me. And I think he can help Lamar Jackson, who's been pretty bad without Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a different situation this time. I actually think, you know, Jackson can survive. He'll have his ups and downs, and- but he's better equipped this time around. Worth mentioning, Jackson did briefly leave this game with an ankle injury. He played through it. Rushed for 54 yards on nine carries. There were some times where it seemed to be limiting him, but overall he played okay. Before we go, I do want to talk about Keaton Mitchell, who uh, he was ranked you know, close to the top 30 for uh, Dave, Jamie, and Heath this week. Only eight carries for 33 yards. He did play roughly even snaps with Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. I haven't seen the final number, but he was out there quite a bit. I think maybe it was premature to view him as a starting option, but still optimistic about him moving forward? Keaton Mitchell, not really. <laughs> I mean, I think he's a must-roster player. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't. He has a chance to take over a little bit, but Gus Edwards has been so damn good near the goal line, yeah. and Mitchell doesn't catch any passes. So I'm not that optimistic, but I do think I could see myself being wrong that he could yeah. have a second-half surge that you have to roster Keaton Mitchell. I wouldn't drop him, but if he's a sit for until further notice. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.